Well, good afternoon and welcome back to 2019 Season 2, Affliction, A Survivor's Journey to Consciousness. Once again, it's your girl, Vanna, and um, we are going to be starting back up um, in Romans 14, picking up where we left off in verses um, 5. Today I'm going to double up again because 5 and 6 pretty much say the same thing, so we're going to go ahead and uh, do it all in one. But first, just a, a quick word of prayer before we get started. Holy Spirit, I ask that you bless this time on this podcast. Father God, Give us what you wish for us to know in this segment of Romans 14. We know that wisdom absolutely is the principal thing, and for all that getting, we absolutely need an understanding. Help us get the understanding that you wish for us to have so that we can apply it to our lives to be a better people and not a bitter people, to help us be the light uh, both individually and collectively at the end of our own tunnels and at the end of someone else's tunnel as well. And we will forever give you the glory, the honor, and all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so I am, as always, going to start not only in the New King James Version, but I always start from the beginning just to um, recap Okay, and I will continue to do that. So the heading of Romans 14, New King James Version is the law of liberty. And it reads as follows. Receive one who is weak in the faith, but not to disputes over doubtful things. For one believes he may eat all things, but he who is weak eats only vegetables. Let not him who eats despise him who does not eat, and let not him who does not eat judge him who eats. For God has received him. Who are you to judge another servant? To his own master he stands or falls. Indeed, he will be made to stand, for God is able to make him stand. And I would just quickly interject there if you say, well, how will he make him stand? I guess this will be a good place for his strength is made perfect in our weakness. All right, so verse 5, one person esteems one day above another, another esteems every day alike. Let each be fully convinced in his own mind. He who observes the day observes it to the Lord, and he who does not observe the day to the Lord, he does not observe it. He who eats, eats to the Lord, for he gives God thanks, and he who does not eat to the Lord, he does not eat and gives God thanks. So that was one through six. Now we're going to go to the Message Bible or the message version, should I say, Romans 14. And this heading is Cultivating Good Relationships. Welcome with open arms, fellow believers who don't see things the way you do. And don't jump all over them every time they do or say something you don't agree with, even when it seems that they are strong on opinions but weak in the faith department. Remember, they have their own history to deal with, so treat them gently. For instance, a person who has been around for a while might well be convinced that he can eat anything on the table, while another with a different background 
might assume he should only be a vegetarian and eat accordingly. But since both are guests at Christ's table, wouldn't it be terribly rude if they failed to criticizing what the other ate or didn't eat? God, after all, invited them both to the table. Do you have any business crossing people off the guest list or interfering with God's welcome? If there are corrections to be made or manners to be learned, God can handle that without your help. Or say, one person thinks that some days should be set aside as holy, and another thinks that each day is pretty much like any other. There are good reasons either way. So each person is free to follow the convictions of conscience. What's important in all, in all this is that if you keep a holy day, keep it for God's sake. If you eat meat, eat it to the glory of God and thank God for prime rib. If you're a, veg, if you're a vegetarian, eat vegetables to the glory of God and thank God for broccoli. Hmm. All right. Well, as you can see, this Romans 14 is pretty consistent. And in every verse, it is telling you in the kindest of ways to mind your own business because God has it handled. And again, this is individually, if we can get this understanding as individuals, then collectively we will begin to be on point. Okay. We can learn to do just what it says, be able to cultivate good relationships, okay, where people will actually want to come to church and not have to go online. Um, I'm just saying there's obviously a problem and, you know, God wants it rectified. It's just that simple. So it's eating meat, eating vegetables. Uh, one person esteems a day over another. I know that um, there's always been some controversy as it relates to um, Sunday Sabbath, Saturday Sabbath. And, you know, I'm going to say the same thing. If some things you just have to be okay with knowing, you're really never going to be sure. I mean, you, you weren't, you, none of us were there when all this started. None of us, okay? No, nobody was there with the calendar days. Truthfully, Tuesday could be Thursday. Seriously, we just don't know. We take it um, for what it is, for what we've been taught, and we use the um, the calendar as you know Monday through Sunday. And Seven Day Adventists they consider Saturday um, as their Sabbath day, and you know Christians consider Sunday as their Sabbath day. God is saying. It makes no difference, okay? It makes no difference. So you can't say that you're right and somebody else is wrong. At the end of the day, and, and I'm pretty sure, and I don't read ahead simply because um, I've read it all you know, several times, but I'm just saying I don't read ahead. So I like to stay on track um, with, with where, it's, where it's been and, and where we're uh, at. So everything is consistent. You know, we are majoring on the minor, minoring on the major, you know, having, uh, as I call it, frivolous kerfuffles over things that aren't even relevant. What difference does it make? If you want to go to church on Sunday, do you, do Sunday. If you want to go to church on Saturday, then whomever deems Saturday is the Sabbath day, let let them do them. I mean, God is saying is as long as it's about him, he doesn't care. 
Okay, period. If you make it Wednesday, God is saying, listen, no matter what you do, long as it's about me, all is well. That's why I say if we learn as individuals to keep God first in everything that we do, that's why I say trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. If in all your ways you acknowledge him, he will direct your path, which means he will let us know as individuals what exactly we need to be doing for our own individual lives. Okay. And that's, that's the key right there. The relationship with God making as long as God is first, you can't go wrong. Now you can go wrong with, with man because man thinks he knows more than God. And the Lord is politely saying in this Romans 14, that's in your Bible, you've been reading for years. Nobody's maybe not paid a lot of attention to it, but it's important to him because it talks about just about everything you could possibly think of. And no matter what you talk about, the end result is God is in control. He doesn't need your help. And and it's just literally, it's petty, just for no good reason. Like you have nothing better to do with your time. And thinking that you're, you're right oh, because it's what you do, but somebody else is wrong because you don't do it. No, that makes it wrong for you. You can't make it some collective idea that if I say it's wrong, then the rest of the world should think it's wrong too. That's That's not how life works. That doesn't make it okay. Okay? You have to know what God is saying to you. What does he put in your spirit that you can and you cannot do? I'm not talking about what man said. Now, let's not be foolish. We know that there are certain laws governing, you know, the world. So there's certain things that we cannot do. You know, we know speeding is no good. I Pray for me. I'm still working on that. Okay? I have a need for speed. I said, Lord, you deliver me from crack. I know you can deliver me from speed. So I'm just saying, I, I don't, you know, that's my my personal thing that I have to deal with. So there are laws and there's a price to pay if you break the law. <laughs> Trust me. So um, the bottom line is we're, we're, we can just really create a better world. You know, when I say my my vision, my mission is to love the hell out of you one heart at a time. Literally, just being able to be accepting of other people who, who don't think the same way that I do, don't eat the same way that I do. They're just different, meaning I respect your fingerprints. I just got to get down to it like that. Everybody has their own individual fingerprints for a reason. That is pretty meticulous on God's part. I mean, identical twins, separate fingerprints. He wants to make sure that you have your own identity. That's why we have identity crisis, because we have been taught that we're supposed to be someone other than who we actually are. I'm not going to be anybody else but who God has made me to be. If you don't like it, sorry for your luck. I mean, you know, once upon a time I used to care, but then I, I was miserable. Literally trying to please everybody, get out of here. No, I'm not going to please anybody but the Lord and myself. <laughs> you know, so I, and in pleasing myself is pleasing the Lord because I know if I'm good with him. I'm just to the good period. That's all that matters. Okay. We have, we have to put first things first and that's the Lord. He's not going to just have you out here not knowing what you should and should not be doing. Everybody is different. I've now personally, I have been, I've been to the seven day at Venice. I really have. And I didn't see any different. The service really was no different than Sunday service. I've been to Kingdom Hall. I've been to, um, well, that's Jehovah's Witnesses. That is, you know, I'm, so I say my family's very diverse. It's just <sighs> Baptist, Jehovah's Witnesses, Muslims, you know, holiness, you, you name it, it's in there. And I, I don't, I'm, I'm not understanding why one would ever think 
that that would make sense to you because someone chose to worship on Saturday, that there's something wrong with that. And you chose Sunday. How could they be wrong? Why did it never occur to you that you could be wrong? Truthfully, I mean, I'm just saying, why would that not occur to you? I, and I'm going to keep saying it, 4,200 plus religions and one God. So that's why I don't know. No, that's just too much going on with one God to be able to say, you, I mean, it would stand to reason that all 4,200 plus believe that they're right. Well, God has never put me in any religion. He's never called me any religion. Okay. So that's why I, I, mm-mm, I, I'm cool with rolling with the Trinity, like I've, I've been doing my entire life. And that has carried me. I don't have to carry, you know, some title I got to be affiliated with. Now I got to be, you know, this or that or the other. No, I am a child of God. I belong to God. That's just, it's just that simple. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, now if your premise is, oh, well, if you can't say that you're a Christian, then you shouldn't come to our church. There's something wrong with you. I can believe exactly what you believe. And actually, I don't have to believe exactly what you believe. You know, I, I believe God. That's why I say, hey, let, let God be true and every man a liar. So as, as long as I'm in alignment with his will and his will for my life, I'm cool with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's working for me. It has worked for me. I'm cool with that. But with, by the same token, um, I don't need to be um, classified as anything. Okay? It's not necessary. I know who I am. I know whose I am. A lot of people, they, they fall under, oh, they'll say quickly, say, yes, I'm this, I'm this religion, I'm that religion. They have no clue who who they are in God. They have, they have no absolutely no clue. Which do you think is more important at the end of the day? Because when nobody else is around, you're going to need the Lord, okay? <laughs> you're, you're, you're going to need the Lord, period. So I, 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 I like the one-on-one. I really do because it works for me, okay? So at the end of the day, all God is saying, just let's mind our own business. <laughs> Quite simple. Just the name of the Romans 14 party. Show up and mind your own business. The entire world is invited to do this so that we can become a better people, not a bitter people. And then if we can get this practice on and, and stay in our own lane, then they can see with love and kindness have I drawn thee. Okay. And instead of hate and judgment and condemnation, are you repelling the people? Okay. Nobody wants to be told who they have to be. That's not your job. That's God's job. Now, if you, if you see somebody, you know, about to be uh, in harm's way, then of course it's your responsibility. Say something uh, with tact and cooth. You know, not trying to sound like you're somebody's mom or dad. You know, school mom. That's not your job. Seriously. These of love and kindness have I drawn thee. If you want to Jesus say, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. But the point is, the problem is, where's the love? Where is the love? I know we want to master all these, you know, theological, you know, astuteness of uh, hermeneutics and hermeneutics. How about we just stick to this one syllable word with four letters, love. We need to get back to the basics. I told you, he said uh, remedial remedies will keep you in right relationship. If we don't get this love thing down, nothing else you learn or try to teach is going to matter. That's the point you're missing. This is the love game, people. You need to step it up. Step up your love game. Where's your kindness? I mean, seriously, where's the basic human decency? (laughs) I mean, real talk. 
We've got to learn to love because that's what Jesus signified in the Bible, right? For God so loved the world that he gave. And we can't smile. We can't be nice. We can't be kind. I just, I, 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 I'm telling you, when, when people go where they feel comfortable, okay? And if you're, if you're going to treat me worse than they do in the club, that's where the people are going to be. They say, well, Lord, if I can't come to church and people be nice to me, I might as well stay in the hood or stay out in the street where I've been. That's why people join gangs, you know, because they, they want to belong. Well, I think we need to get to the love game so people can learn to belong to the Lord. Okay? So anyway, we're not going to be long-winded on this one. I, I think you're getting the point. I, I hope you're getting the point because this is important. I would. I wish that everyone would do this, but listen, this is an assignment. This is important to the Lord. We have got to step up the love game. And, and stop just get finding just ridiculous conversations, ridiculous arguments about nothing that at the end of the day doesn't make one iota of difference. Who cares? I mean, it's the point. Who cares? Whatever day, the Lord said, listen, as long as it's about me, that's all that matters. Mind your own business. Okay? They call Tuesday Sabbath. Let Tuesday be their Sabbath. Period. He don't care what day of the week it is, as long as it belongs to him. And if you have a true worship, worship is a lifestyle. So me and the Lord, what you do on Sunday, only on Sunday, this is this is my 24-7. Me and the Lord. This is how we do every day. So then it's not I, I, I come to church and show up and have to put on a show. No. Worship is a lifestyle. Is he at the head of your life? Because just, just showing up and you know going in then, but what are you doing the other six days of the week? I think I gave you this example before. If, if I'm married and then me and my husband don't talk all week, but when we go to church, now he want to perp like everything is cool. So now we're talking on Sunday, but then the rest, the rest of the six days, do you think nobody's going to notice that? <laughs> I'm just saying, that's the same way with the Lord. How are you not going to talk to me the other six days, but on Sunday? You want to go in and, and play a friendly game of Simon Says. Simon Says, clap your hands. Simon Says, throw your hands up. Simon Says, spin around. Simon Says, run. No, uh-uh. You're supposed to do it without Simon saying nothing. You should do it because the Lord said, and because you want to, because it's from the heart. It's authentic. You think God just, and I know we say this, and I know it's written. Let everything they have breath praise ye the Lord. But do you honestly think that the Lord want people doing it and it's not authentic? Because really what you're doing is you're putting on a show. It's a facade. It's not even real. He's not trying to force really anybody to do anything. Hence the reason he said, when you hear me knocking, harden not your heart. I'm not going to kick it in. I mean, come on. I'm trying to get you to come. I'm telling you to come on. But if you're going to be stopping about it, all right. You see, see how you do without me. It's, it's kind of the thing, truthfully. I'm just saying. And so he, he, would, he would like it to be authentic. So anyway, um, that's going to be it for five and six. I love you. Um, I wish that we all would be more cognizant of how we're treating others so that we can absolutely cultivate good relationships so that we can bring more people in who are on the outside and that they won't just come in, that they'll come in and stay and then invite other people to come in and really just invite the Lord in. Okay. Jesus, personal relationship with the Lord. Now the rest of their life will be a okay. I'm just saying, 
but they're not going to come in in this in the in the state uh, of the church. I'm telling you, and it's it's self evident. I mean, look, the the proof is out there. How many people come to church as opposed to going online? Seriously, eventually I might just go go out and take a people poll, you know, because that's the kind of stuff that interests me. Because I always said I I I want to know what's on the hearts and minds of God's people. It's it's not enough for me to talk at you. I want to hear what the problem is so there can be correction. Okay. Anyways. I think this is the third time I said I'm going to get off of here. So <laughs> this time I'm, I'm actually going to go. But listen, I love you. Most importantly, God loves you. And he just wants um, us to be a better people so that we can uh, go and make disciples um, and followers of Jesus. But if you know if we don't show a Jesus love, nobody's going to want anything to do with it. Bottom line. All right. So have a blessed rest of your day. I will be back soon with verses... Um, seven and eight. All right. God bless you. Love and light and namaste.